Well, last week we had all five of us together. We know that was not going to last for very long. <laughs> a lunar eclipse. Uh, so for Black History Month, we've invited another white person onto the podcast. We've got Ben Heisler from Fantasy Sports Markets on here today. We've got Greg. I can't give us an all-time great team. We're not consistent. We're not consistent we enough to be to an all-time great team. We don't have – not everyone shows up on our team. One week we got five, one week we got four, one week we got three. We got to call in subs. We got to pick up 10-day deals. We got the Warriors then. Who's Kevin got, Durant? We got to step two. You, KD, I'm Steph. Then other guys fill in when needed. That's basically that, – that, that's accurate at this point. All right, I'm Kevin Durant. That's Steph Curry. We've got Kavon Looney and Jordan Bell today on the podcast. Uh, ben, go ahead and talk to people, man. What's going on? This is good to be here. It's uh, When you're talking about like different plays – on the fantasy side and good to actually have a conversation about the actual games itself. It's good. It kind of gets you out of your world a little bit. By the way, I apologize for probably being the worst Black History Month person you guys could bring on your show. This I know. Morning. You're not white. You're Jewish. So it's really kind of messed up. <laughs> I didn't know that. that. I know that I could be one or the other. Yeah, right now what we're doing is completely messed up. So to take you guys a little bit behind the shoot for ball scenes here, I looked at Brian and said, we have to talk about the trade deadline. He's like, let's only talk about the big trades. And then he brought up literally every player that had got traded last week. So over the next 45 minutes or so, we will talk about every significant trade <laughs> that did or did not happen right. in the NBA. Greg is here because obviously some shit went down with the Lakers. I think we know that. Or but shit didn't go down. That's right. the only time he comes on the podcast. The only time Greg or the Warriors are in turmoil. That's yeah, one of the two. Draymond got a Punch Kevin Durant, or they got to call him a bitch, or something has to happen with the Lakers. Greg, you did not know when the trade deadline was, but I'm here to tell you that the trade deadline is coming on, and Anthony Davis is still on the same team. Greg, I don't know how you feel about that. Fuck New Orleans. That's how I feel about that. Everybody, we the Lakers got hustled in front of the entire nation. Hustled. You don't think they hustled themselves? With all this. No, they got hustled. It was clear. The Pelicans was out here leaking all the information. I can't believe Magic Johnson fell for the okie doke. I was I, look, man. I don't. Man, I don't know. He played himself. We said they got. Thank you. Yeah, they were operating in good faith. Get the hell out yeah. of here. They should have gave away everything. It. They should have gave away in the beginning and just. Made New the Orleans deal. wasn't going to take the trade. They could have probably sent Magic Johnson himself. <laughs> And they would have denied the fucking trade. You know how, and all of us have been in this. We we men here. We can be honest. We only got like six people to listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know when you really trying to go over a girl's house, and you're willing to say whatever it takes to Hold go on, over there. Six. One of those six is Lakeisha Kennedy. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of this one. Okay. <laughs> well, back, back in the day, maybe in a certain situation, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'll bring you something to eat." Yeah, I'll do all of this. You I'm willing to do whatever day, it takes to go over there. That's what Magic was willing to do for Anthony Davis. He was ready to trade anybody on the team, not lame LeBron. It literally would have been LeBron and strong arm just to get to that point though. Like, what's the whole point? If you're gonna get to that offer, just give that offer from the beginning. That's that's basically my whole biggest issue on what Magic did. And I still hold that to this day. If you're gonna give them everything, forget all that Brandon Ingram's untouchable stuff. Give them Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball, and some picks, and get the heck up out of there and get your guy. If that's the guy you really want at the end of the Ingram day, Ingram is trash. Oh, he's <laughs> big trash. Y'all know what garbage. I think happened. You wanna know what I think happened? I think that the New Orleans Pelicans never wanted to make a trade with the Lakers and wanted to see how much calamity they could cause. <laughs> I no doubt, too. I, I no doubt. Think that. I think, I think they were so mad about clearly it was a power play from Rich Paul. 
Whenever Anthony Davis demanded a trade, there was only one team that was going to trade for him. It was the Lakers. Everybody knew that. The Pelicans don't want to trade him to the Lakers. Maybe they want to trade him to the Celtics. Maybe they want to see what happens at the end of the summer. Yeah, that's where they can get the better deal, too. I think they was willing to let the Lakers fall over themselves against themselves. (laughs) Only team, and they was willing to trade... Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, three first-round picks, two seconds. You were willing to see how far you could push the Lakers and be like, nah, we good. Then you saw the Lakers got smoked by 57 points to the, the, Pelicans. the, to the Indiana Pacers. I think the whole time the Pelicans was, was playing with the Lakers and it worked. The Pelicans was clearly on a Captain America Winter Soldier swag when that dude from Germany or wherever it was caused turmoil from within and told Captain America that his best friend – Killed his mom and dad. They caused turmoil from inside the Lakers by letting the Lakers just implode on themselves. I don't remember who came up with the take or not. I think it was from Twitter, but they were saying, all right, we got this this great Lamborghini, okay? And we'll give you four Hyundais for it. <laughs> like, come on, no, 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 look, six Hyundais. Six Hyundais for the Lamb for the Porsche, whatever car. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> Finally, it's all right. Twelve Hyundais. We got to the entire store of Hyundais. They were ever going to take the deal. Like at no point was the Lakers offer ever. Like I agree with you, Cida. There was no point, even as this was being leaked, where the Pelicans said, "Well, screw this. We know we're going to have the. They're going to offer the same thing in free agency. So saying. why go ahead and just take the Lakers offer now when they were the one that pushed this in, to begin with?" It doesn't make any sense. You can get that same deal at the start of the summer. Exactly. The, the crazy thing is the Celtics, whatever deal they end up taking, will be worse than the Lakers deal. I, I actually agree. The Celtics deal. I, I agree. You're right. So let's say well, whatever package the Celtics put together. You think it'll be worse than what the yes. Lakers? Wait, talent, I do. Well, I mean, as quantity, long as Tatum's in that offer, yeah, it's not quantity possible. wise. No, but like the talent back from Boston is going to be better than what the Lakers are getting. Are, are we so? sure? I think so. We think so. The only way that's have, not possible assets, is if Tatum isn't in the deal. That's it's, the only way that's not. So possible. you think Brown is better than Kuzma? I think Tatum I think is different. better than all them combined. That's what I think no, about. No, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Tatum is that, that guy. I agree. Brandon Ingram, I think, is trash. Kuzma is good so far with LeBron. We don't know what he's going to be like by himself, but we know Tatum can be that guy. He's up next. He's going to be a top 15 player next year if he's on a team by himself. So you're saying you can build a team around around Jason Tatum? Yes. I think so. I think so. But but my only Jason Tatum is on his way to being the next Paul George right now. That's that's why I think about Jason Tatum and his talent. He is that guy if he gets to his own team. It's just about giving him opportunity. Well, the other thing about the opportunity is that he got it in the playoffs yeah, last year because he, he, he had the chance to be the guy. Like if you're talking about Paul George this year. Oh no, not this year. No, but I'm saying like at some point, like he had somebody to back him up and Russ. Russ basically is taking a step back this year. He's still getting the triple double. He can't shoot. I know. So he's, he's giving it to the guy that can shoot. He's probably missing right fact. now. But Tatum, Tatum on this team isn't that guy yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have Kyrie and because you have Jalen because you have Smart and, yeah. and everybody else. But last year in the postseason, he had to be the guy, and he showed at a really young age that he could do it. Yeah. My only question is with Tatum, I wonder if Boston's system is what's making Tatum so good. Because we see guys leave San Antonio, mm-hmm. and they're not as good as they are in San Antonio's uh, system. He, they made Crowder look like a pretty damn good player. <laughs> Remember in that Boston. one like summer of Danny Green? That was yeah. a good. That was a good NBA Finals. Danny Green was out here. Hooping. Boston has a tremendous system. Brad Stevens is, without a doubt, top three, five coach in the NBA. His system 
makes a lot of players look pretty damn good. That's, that's for sure. But, I mean, talent overrides everything. And we can see that in Kyrie. Kyrie's in that system, and now the system is coming to be around Kyrie. It's starting to flip. If you watch the Boston Celtics, Kyrie's been that guy for the last month and a half. But we did see Rozier out there just fucking cooking. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I mean hey, every every NBA player's got their nights. <laughs> I'm not denying that at all. But I'm just saying, Jason Tatum. I think his per- person. This is all in my opinion. But in his, in my opinion, I think he's got the talent that can transfer and be a superstar anywhere he wants to go. It's the same thing like with Clay. Everybody wants to see Clay on a whole another team. That's kind of how I equate the two. But I think Jason could be a bigger guy just because he can put the ball on the floor, and Clay still ain't reached that aspect. Clay has of like game. 30 dribbles all season. Exactly. Exactly. Every time I see him dribble, he dribbles it off his leg and it goes out of bounds. <laughs> no every time I Just see him dribble. Clay. It's like the one thing me and Clay got in common. Like literally every time I see him, that's what happens. All right, so no Anthony Davis. Greg might not talk anymore the rest of the podcast. Thank you, Greg, for your contribution. What trade do y'all want to go towards next? I kind of feel like the Tobias Harris was probably the second biggest trade of the weekend. Like Philadelphia is all in. Like Sometimes I think LeBron like loves for us to be like, yeah, you're right, LeBron, you're great. But remember he gave that quote, I think it was to Joe Varden of The Athletic, where he was like, all these teams in the East now feel like they got a shot because they don't got to go through me anymore. He's right. When I'm looking at the trade deadline, (laughs) that's kind of what what is happening. The moment LeBron got out of the Eastern Conference, Boston kind of puffed their chest up a little bit. The Sixers have puffed their chest up a little bit. Toronto has done the exact same thing. Milwaukee is doing the same thing. Four teams in the East legitimately feel like they can go to the NBA Finals and all of them are making moves to the deadline. That's a fact. Uh, for the Tobias Harris, and I, I said it last week, I put together a package that the Clippers should have did if they if they were legitimately in the running for Anthony Davis that they should have done, and I included Tobias Harris. And sure enough, he gets sent to Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia just rose to the top. It'll still be, I think it would be a good series between them I don't know if Toronto's still better than them, but I do think it's Philadelphia and Milwaukee still. Um, so I think that would be a great series because originally we was probably thinking Philadelphia might make it to the second round and then it'd be a toss-up. But I think it'll be Milwaukee and Philadelphia after the Tobias Harris because the spacing and everything just got so much better in Philadelphia with that trade. That's what everybody said about it too, that Tobias Harris allows for a guy that can shoot from the outside. He's also a guy that can go to the basket mm-hmm. too. Like Everything about the starting lineup right now for Philly is just really, really good. I just don't know what kind of depth they have. Yeah. And especially when you start to slow things down in the That's playoffs because it's going to be a different type of game. Right now, Philly's scoring a bunch of points, but they're up tempo on everything. So, like, if you're playing NBA DFS, right. if you're making a fantasy team, you want to have some guys from Philadelphia because you know the pace is going to be really good. But I mean, the best Get two that players, plug in, Ben. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, be- if you guys play daily fantasy in the NBA, <laughs> like where I work, fantasy sports markets, go, right. ahead, go ahead and go and get that plug That's in. That's right. Bro. You gotta get you gotta get a little bit out there. But you would you guys would still agree that the two best players in the East are still on Milwaukee and Toronto, right? With Kawhi and, and Giannis. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Ooh, I, I think Joel got- Embiid is better than one of them two. It might so? not be Greek free, but I think he's better than Kawhi in turn. Or if not, it's a wash. I won't say maybe a sound better, but I think they're a wash. I think Greek Freak is probably just I would I would say no. Simply we seen him do it in the playoffs. We seen him deliver a championship. Kawhi, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's only true. reason. Like when it's money time, we know the playoffs come. It's a totally different yeah. ball game. Right. It's a different that's season. True. It's faster. Like it's money's on the table. And you know we saw him deliver. And you know the one guy that LeBron never wanted on him in the no postseason doubt, right. was no Kawhi. Doubt. And he got mad about it. Yeah. I just think from a standpoint of Players, like when I see them match up, I don't see anybody in the East. And even though the Raptors got Marcus Gasol, I, I don't even envision him guarding Embiid. But I don't see anybody. <laughs> I don't see anybody in the East that can guard Embiid. Why you got disrespect Mark you, like that? You can I at least see him guarding Joel Embiid. You can at least throw bodies at Kawhi. Lopez, come on. Yeah. Right, that's true. Too. 
You can at least throw bodies at Kawhi, though, like kind of hoping to contain him by a team unit. There's nobody in the East that's going to stop Joel. That's kind of just how I feel. Let me throw this out there. Who has the best starting five right now in the East? It's Philly. It's Philly. It's Philadelphia. I don't I think, think it's close. No. Because Philly's, every, Philly's starting five is ridiculous. Philly yeah. has the best starting five it's, outside it's of Simmons, Golden State. Which it's is JJ Go, Reddick. Golden State's not in the NBA. Like <laughs> for, the, for the basis of this conversation, they got like a 1992 Olympic basketball mm, no team doubt. right now in Golden State. It's so like a normal NBA team. I don't know if you can have a better starting five than what Philadelphia is. Their worst player is JJ Reddick. And that guy's yeah. averaging what, about 17, 18 a game? I, I will say Philadelphia. I can't believe JJ Reddick's a good NBA player. I'm glad you're coming around on this. No, one. He can right shoot. Now. I know, but I mean, how many white good shooters have we seen over the course of our lifetime that just haven't translated off? If you had told me back when we was watching him at Duke that J.J. Reddick would have this successful of an NBA career, I'd have been like, you don't watch the NBA to think that person can work. And J.J. Reddick is like a really good player. J.J. Reddick might be actually the first white basketball player to succeed from Duke, actually, from Coach K. That's probably a fact. That's probably a fact. You can't Christian, think like a Christian white – you're talking about Christian – yeah, yeah, a white basketball player from Duke. He might be the best one. Yeah, I don't know many of them. hung that. around for a while. He just hung around, but yeah, he, his talent wasn't the But, like, you really got to think about it. Yeah, he might be the best. He might be the best. But I would go back to Philly. I, I like That's a really brought... low bar. You're the best white player. <laughs> I know, right? You know what I mean? And then we all like, damn, you're right. It's J.J. Reddick. I want to go back to Philly. I think, actually, Philly matches up better than any LeBron – team that he threw at Golden State in those uh, playoffs. Mm. Ron didn't have anybody else with him, though. That, even, well, he, but even he when had he had Kyrie, I think they match up better when he had Kyrie and Kevin Love there. That, I think that it, it depends, like I said, in terms of what their depth does. That would be the only question. I mean, the Warriors aren't super deep loaded either, right. but at least they neither, have neither are the three guys that you can probably depend on between Iguodala, uh I'm not going to let you get away with this. The Warriors aren't super deep. You're right. You can't be because you've got five first <laughs> team all NBA players in your starting five. So <laughs> something had to sacrifice. They got three, Sammy. What you want to say? It was the ninth guy on your roster. You're right. Golden State doesn't go nine deep. They go eight deep and then five of we're them gonna, are future we're, Hall of Famers. We're going to act like Sean Livingston isn't a good bench player. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. We got two or three. That's get what I'm the hell out of here. We got two or three guys off the bench, and you got the greatest starting five in the history. What do you want me to do? Hey, let, let me ask you guys a question though. Are, are you completely <laughs> ruling Boston out as far as the best starting five in the East? I know that's why I was trying to think. I gotta just now. see Boston get on the same page. I don't feel like we've seen the real Boston Celtics. I would say probably since Game Five of the Eastern Conference Finals last year, like the real Boston mm-hmm. Celtics. I feel like this year it's been something's been wrong with Gordon Hayward. Something's been wrong with Jason Tatum. Something's been wrong with Kyrie Irving. Like, I don't feel like we've seen the Celtics play at their peak, at their best, at the team we thought they could be at the beginning of the season at any point. They've also had a bunch of guys that were stars in the playoffs last year and down the stretch of the season coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. And you guys also start to wonder whether or not that's had an effect on some of those guys too. Like Jalen Brown was getting big time minutes in the postseason last year. He hasn't gotten a ton of minutes this year. Gordon Hayward, you completely missed him. Kyrie over Terry Rozier. Rozier was really good up until the end of the postseason last year. So something about that maybe has changed their dynamic. Like I... If you're looking at betting on these different teams, and Boston's probably of, of Toronto and Milwaukee and Philadelphia, they're probably the fourth on the list right now. But talent-wise, I, I, they're right up there with Philadelphia for, for the best team in the East. So yeah, I think value-wise, if they get in the postseason, they start to click a little bit, the talent's there to be able to get to the East, no problem. Like They're probably the team that's best suited to get there, but there's a bunch of shit going on with them too. 
this well greg got me thinking of this so i apologize who's the best white player currently in the nba used to be gordon hayward yeah it used to be White player named probably that. Nikola Vujovic, Vujovic, whatever. Is. <laughs> yeah, Wait, oh, are, we, are we doing European no, guys? Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say Luka Doncic is probably. I'm saying American. No, if he counts, it's gotta be Luka. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm asking you. Not who is the best American-born <laughs> white player currently in the NBA. Because it might be J.J. Gordon Hayward does not look like Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he's not the same guy he once was. No, there's no there, there's yeah. no way Gordon Hayward's the best yeah. white player currently in the NBA. Not currently. I'm trying yeah, to I'm not saying, I'm I'm not saying European. I'm not. I'm saying who's the best American-born white player currently in the league? No, nah, it's J.J. Oh. He is. White guy done fell off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> white guy done fell off. I mean, when were we there? <laughs> Y'all went from, I mean, Larry Bird. 60s and 70s. Larry Bird, Jerry West, <laughs> the logo. Yeah, 60s and 70s. I mean. Yeah, but then people start realizing, you know what? Steve it's Nash more fun white. when people can jump really, really high <laughs> yeah, and throw yeah, down yeah, and do Nash. shit that we can't do. Yeah, I mean, Steve Nash, you had two-time MVP. Steve Nash, now he wasn't from America. Yeah, but he's from Canada. That's right. Yeah, He wasn't European, doesn't make though. The list. No, he does, he's, he's not white. European. All right, so Steve Nash and Larry Bird. That's great. Put that on our resume. Because I feel like everybody else y'all got is mixed. Clay Thompson, mixed. Blake Griffin, mixed. Y'all can't get a full-born white player in the league. Come on. I kind of think Blake Griffin kind of gets a little bit more towards the white guy side because he's got red hair. True. He can jump, though, so he's black. (laughs) White man can't jump ruined all of that. We claim claim Blake Griffin. Uh, Mark Gasol, I love this drill. I love his deal for the Raptors. I like the Raptors' aggressiveness of knowing the, they're the, all in right now. You know who the Raptors season. remind me of? The, the Raptors remind me of the Royals back in 2014 and 2015. <laughs> that they know once 2015 is over, we about to be trash <laughs> after this. The Raptors know. Maybe not next year they're gonna be trash, but in two seasons the Raptors <laughs> might have a first <laughs> overall pick. So they trying to we trying to do trying what to we can now. right now. At least we get to, to a do, final. We got Kawhi. We not gonna trade Kyle Lowry. We gonna go pick up Marcus Saul. We Man. going for it this Until year. Until Kyle Lowry do something in the playoffs, that's I a fact. don't give a damn about Kyle Lowry. That's a fact. Kyle Lowry did. He is James Harden of the Eastern Conference. Them Eastern Conference oh, Finals, man, he's he be coming up playoffs. so small. Till he steps up and do something, <laughs> don't say Kyle Lowry in playoffs. He is garbage. I feel like that's kind of disrespectful to James Harden to call him Kyle, hey, Kyle Lowry. That's, that's, I mean, that's facts, though. James, I mean, they, hey. they are one in the same boat. So. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 the thing though with Harden is Harden not trash until like the deciding game. Like Harden <laughs> will be that don't make it no better. Like, Harden, you need him Harden Harden game one through six is killing. Right. It's something about that game seven like. Yo, I'm about to shoot one for twelve tonight. What you got, Chris? Chris, you go hoop for me because I'm about to Chris nursing something. It looked like seven. he straight went to King of Diamonds before. He <laughs> <laughs> was out kicking it. We know he going afterwards. I never gonna forget that one time. Right he, after a loss, he literally performed with Travis Scott at the strip club. At, bro, you shot zero for twelve. Like I, I can't even imagine the mindset to want to go to the strip Jersey club that's after I play that strip. Trash. Gotta let it go. Dollar bills start going to the wrong side of the stage. How do you get a jersey retired at the strip club you threw so much money yeah. like how does that sound he just spent an adidas a money jersey retired at the strip club. you think That's he goes back for like they, they hang the jersey up on top and then he comes back for the ceremony for that <laughs> oh, they definitely had a ceremony with malaya that was by a great night that was an amazing night that was like that super bowl weekend in atlanta <laughs> night that's one of them nights yo did y'all see that video with, uh boosie oh i think i saw yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. boosie said he saw and i know you don't know who this is but uh <laughs> the, 250 the guy that runs qc so like migos the record label yeah. that they own 
He said he saw him throw $200,000. He said he saw a half million dollars in ones thrown at the club. I can't even imagine what that looks like. Dude, a half a million, million dollars ones? in ones, he said. He said it was a half million dollars in one stone, Ben. Half million dollars. You Jewish, so I know you can't really appreciate that the way you need to appreciate it. <laughs> throwing money that way. But a half million dollars in ones is a lot of money. Did you see the post? I, I don't know if it was from one of the strippers or if it was just a made-up post, but they had all the money stacked up together. And they said like 25 girls walked out with 120000 each. I said, goodness gracious. Somebody paid off a house. <laughs> Is that about one? One of two. What are we doing with our lives here? <laughs> we out here trying to make this pie grow, bro. Right? The moment we get a thousand spins, we going somewhere. Turn it up. <laughs> I just want to know what are we doing with our lives here? Number we definitely one, doing the wrong thing. I'm not throing 125 dollars. <laughs> you got 125 thousand a piece? How many strippers you said walked out? Twenty. Twenty five is what the post said. You sending these? You sending these hoes to college? <laughs> Had to find this college. I'm talking Duke, Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> They're going. The MIT at the strip club. Bro, I don't even know what's happening here. Um, so Tobias Harris, we talked about Mark Gasol. Can we talk about our guy Markel Fultz? I feel like he's the mascot. I feel like Markel Fultz and Austin Rivers are the mascot of the podcast. <laughs> I feel like they're the mascots of the podcast. I ain't going to lie. I was stunned that a team traded. I was stunned, too. I ain't going to lie. I couldn't believe it. I wouldn't trade anything for Markel Fultz. <laughs> nothing. I wouldn't trade nothing. I wouldn't trade a bologna sandwich for Markel Fultz. <laughs> they got a great deal. They did. I can't believe Heck they, yeah, that's they the, got that's a That's the crazy thing. Is that is a highway. That is worse than, well, I wouldn't say it. It's up there with the Lakers getting Paul Gasol. Like, I think that, <laughs> they right. Like, that's a good damn they deal got they got Kwame back. Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> they got a great deal. I don't I don't hate it actually. Kwame Brown. Well, I love, it. I love it for the Sixers. You he don't can't like, play Kwame now you don't Brown. you don't hate it on the Sixers side yeah, you love or, no, I or I Orlando. For, I don't mind it for the Magic because oh. what risk do you have in any of this? So Markel Folds can't shoot and he's got this thoracic outlet syndrome. Like that's the same thing that happened before. You gave up Simmons who's a good player. He's not a guy that you build a team around. If Fultz figures it out, if he gets his shit together, if he recovers from whatever injury this is or whatever thing he's got going on in his head, you got a potential star. Orlando needs something. Well, they damn sure ain't getting nobody from right. free agents. Jo- with Jonathan Isaac, is that going to be the new future star of your team? He's a good future but player. But is he Kwame Brown? <laughs> He's not Kwame <laughs> Brown. Is he Kwame Brown? We never talk about how he literally said, no disrespect, but the man can't play He's basketball. He's a bona fide <laughs> scrub. He literally went on for 30 seconds and said he can't catch. He's not smart enough to name post moves. And started with the no disrespect whatsoever when he was the most disrespectful that you could possibly no be doubt. towards a player no in doubt. the NBA. Kwame Brown. That man asked man. him a question and he was like, is that a trick question? Like He literally just couldn't understand why you would ask him something like that. No, I, I agree with you, Ben, when it comes to Markel Fultz. It's a no-lose situation for Orlando. Because I saw somebody make this point. I can't remember who it was. Take a chance. Like, now you get him out of Philadelphia. He no longer has to be the number one overall pick. So you get him out of it. You always going to remember he was the number one overall pick. But you get him in a new environment, new situation. You see if it works. If it doesn't work for you, cool, no problem. You at least took a shot. You at least took a shot. Yeah. I wouldn't do it because I would bet that he never figures <laughs> he it, out. Figure it out. But I at least understand the logic in trying to see. That's the – like, I don't know how he didn't figure it out. Like, there's nobody else in Philadelphia that's having the problem that he's having. Whoever in Philadelphia told him he needed to change whatever he did clearly just told him only, and I don't know why, and I don't know why it affected him so much, but I definitely think it's going to travel with him to Orlando. 
Plus, he had a great teammate in Philadelphia and Jimmy Butler to really, you know, pat him on the back and <laughs> help him move along and get over whatever he was going through. That because that's the kind of guy that Jimmy that Butler is. That is exactly the guy he yeah, is. It's, Jimmy it's Butler probably made fun of him every single every, day. Jimmy Butler might be in Orlando. But did you see how much better Cats playing now in Minnesota without Jimmy Butler there? Oh yeah, he how much better Andrew involved. Andrew Wiggins looks like a real NBA player now. I said a real NBA player. I didn't say a star NBA. Player. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He looks like a real NBA player. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is. Not, it was not a good situation yeah, for him or anybody else around him. Brian, do you want to talk about your guy Harrison Barnes? I don't know why I hate Harrison Barnes. I don't, I don't know like why you Harrison hate him Barnes. either. I mean, he helped your guy get a championship, clearly. It was just, he was so bad in that final <laughs> he series. He was hot garbage. It legitimately <laughs> made me mad. Like, it made me, I haven't been that mad. The only time I can, I've ever been that mad was Jordan Clarkson in game one <laughs> last year. Like, Jordan Clarkson in game one, it was like he forgot how to play basketball. <laughs> like, legitimately, it just, it makes me so mad in them scenarios. Like, Harrison Barnes was so bad that entire series. And he then we kept garbage. knowing that somebody's going to give him a lot of money. So that's probably why I hate him. Like, I can admit I'm a <laughs> he got paid. That he got paid after that. Like, I just can't imagine that you watch that series. Like, you know, I want to get the max deal too. <laughs> Harrison Barnes. I just can't. Like, it would never make sense to me why that happened. But he got traded. He got traded in the middle of the game. Then Paul Pierce was like, I have my sources. Bro, all right. Just relax. And then Talking I, about he knew and wanted to go play on the game anyway. Yeah, I don't know what happened then Harrison Barnes was like nah that ain't what happened they just told me like you literally thought there was a chance you could get traded and you still wanted to go out there and then work for that company (laughs) no I don't want to work today I'm fine no thank you you're trying to move me I don't want to play today so no I don't know I do because I mean Sacramento where they're seven seed right now I think um I, I do wonder what they're doing I guess with him or if they think that that's a move that can help push them or even keep them in that seventh spot because a, a lot of people are thinking it's either going to be them or the Clippers that fall out to let the Lakers in and whoever's behind the Lakers probably that's for sure going to be the damn Clippers they have definitely yeah they're definitely the trying to lose that's for sure I don't know if they're going to but they're definitely trying to by getting rid of all the talent on their roster Jerry West ain't playing around here <laughs> no, Jerry, no Jerry West is smart he's, he's yeah. definitely smart man hey I, I do now they did get some uh uh some pretty okay young kids that can be role players but these punters yeah oh, but yeah. they they, they he's punning sorry greg said it was pretty okay that's <laughs> how i know sorry anytime you say yeah they're pretty okay yeah, she right. cute no she pretty okay <laughs> <laughs> she trash how much you trying to tell they, they definitely punt they punt like mud like hey <laughs> if we can get a if we might slide in the lottery get a lucky maybe oh, yeah. get 10th who knows? You know that's a, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what they're trying to do. That's what Chris Broussard said earlier today. Like, because if they don't, if they're not in the lottery, I think they lose their pick. So they definitely trying to oh, no get to the lottery and keep a first round pick. But uh, in terms of the Kings, like I said, I think that that, that that's gonna help them. They got rid of old Zebo. He wasn't doing nothing for him anyway. I can't believe that Zach Randolph is still in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, Vince Carter's still in the NBA, so you but should I'm believe saying, a lot of things. What I'm saying is, like, I feel like. I've seen Vince Carter play. Like, he has highlights and does things. I haven't seen Zach Randolph play basketball in three years. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I mean, he was in, in dwindled Memphis for so long. You probably didn't watch probably him when happened. he was at his glory days no, that's either. that's absolutely so. what happened. He was in Memphis. No, that's what happened. It's amazing Zach Randolph was on them Trailblazer teams. Oh, no, he's forgetting he was Bro, on the college with fucking Mateen Cleese. <laughs> he played damn. with Morris Peterson in college. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all? Dog. God, damn. Yeah, he's old. Damn. He's as old, old as you can yet. be in the NBA. <laughs> I feel like. Dog, Vince Carter played under Dean Smith. That's how long <laughs> yeah, some of these dudes been in the league, bro. That's pretty bad. I'm serious. That's how long some of these dudes been in the league. That's pretty bad. Vince Carter played with Rasheed Wallace in college, but I let you know how long ago these dudes was in the league. Wow. 
Shit they was old. a long time ago. If you can shoot, you can hey, you can make a career and keep making some dollars. Oh damn, speaking of old, we ain't even talking about our guy Mello yet. I can't believe you let us slip. We're talking oh, about Mello, first man. team 24 hours. Mello ain't been in the news. Uh, I don't know what we need to talk about Mello for. What well, he, he does? Well, I'm, he's, he's definitely getting signed by the Lakers. Because every that's Lakers a console. It, it's a definitely consolation prize for LeBron. Hey, we'll bring in Mello for you. <laughs> we couldn't get the trade done. <laughs> we'll bring in Mello and let that, him wear a hoodie. And is, like this definitely you can so see the writing on the wall. Like Yo, everyone knows. Tell me if Greg I'm wrong. Greg is so mad right now. Yo, Greg, his Greg, Greg's not lying. This is what 100% what I think happened. Is. <laughs> Come on, man. I think Magic called up LeBron and was like, Yo, we're not going to make it happen. But you know what? You don't got to go with this alone. We'll get you Carmelo to hang out with <laughs> by the end of the year. You can tell that LeBron has zero friends on that team. No doubt. <laughs> Rondo <laughs> might be his closest friend. That's it. That's it. Hey, That's Rondo it. and him be kicking it out in places. That's they be going to games together. They oh, went to see Zion Rondo. together. So my bad. He has one friend on the team. <laughs> yeah. Dog, and man. they went to battle. That's the crazy thing. They yeah. went to battle for so many years. Dog, now they that, best buds. That one, that one, uh, the one image. LeBron is damn near in the stands. He's like, yo, <laughs> y'all losing to the Pacers. I'm I'm not losing to the He Pacers. looked like he could have ordered a drink. LeBron, for <laughs> sure. He looked like Rondo he was on was floor sitting seats. with the fans on the other side in the floor seats. Like yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I really appreciate Bron's whole mentality. It's y'all that look bad, not me. <laughs> He's had that energy the whole season. Like, it's beautiful. Like, the Lakers will lose by 15, and LeBron will post on Instagram of a picture of him dunking. Like, he does this. Check it. He does this every night. I'm telling you, LeBron is like, y'all look bad. I don't look bad. Him Bro. sitting in the back seat of his car getting shirfed home. Bruh. Lost by 25. <laughs> he don't care. Strive for greatness. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be telling Brandon Ingram to do that shit. Yeah. That's that's LeBron is out here living his best life. Need to tell I don't know. If they were able to trade all those guys away, it was okay if he was separating himself away from them. If all those guys were on one side of the bench, he was on the other side. They moved everybody, then it looks fine for him. Then remember when he was like, yo, I told him to stay off social media. You wasn't on social media. Bro, he was no. looking up all the wolves. No, no, no doubt. Wonder, but when have the rules ever applied to LeBron no, in these types right. of situations? I mean, he makes the rules. He, he, right. He makes the he rules. Makes he dictates the, rules. the league. We've known this about them for a long time. Well, I do want to bring this up. I'm happy we could be talking this in our group chat earlier today. Is Chris Bosh going to make the Hall of Fame because he's a Hall of Famer or because everybody makes the Hall of Fame? If you basically had a decent NBA career, they'll put you in the Hall of I Fame. Feel, I feel like he's getting that Terrell Davis treatment from the NFL. Terrell Davis' career stats really doesn't show that he should have been, but for the time he actually played, he definitely was That's a pretty was a good Hall analogy. So that's how I feel about Chris Bosh. When he was no credit. <laughs> you, know, you know the other thing that's crazy too is that if you would have put like Chris Bosh from his early Toronto days in the NBA right now, how perfect of a player would he be in the oh, NBA yeah. right now? A stretch big, they're gonna shoot and put yeah. it on the floor. He'd be balling. And he and he took a lot of shit too oh, on those yeah. Miami teams, kinda like what happened to Love too. Oh he yeah. He just sort of got tossed to the side as that third forget, option. He he's the reason they won that second title. Mm-hmm. They was dead in the water. Trash. Yeah. Dead in the water. And he came off the bench. Firing oh, LeBron, yeah. LeBron. I have noticed this about a LeBron team. They will always find like the media will find one person to pick on. It's oh, never sure. LeBron. It's never LeBron. And Bron will do it too, though. The way Bron used to terrorize Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Mario bro, Chalmers looked like he wanted to cry. I never go forget. We have Mario Chalmers in here. Maybe this messes up my political connect. Mario Chalmers came in here and I brought up LeBron. He like he wanted to fight me. I'm like, bro, I just it's. You play with the greatest basketball player in the world. I got to ask you a question about LeBron. Like It wasn't even like, what was your relationship like? I, hey, what was it like to play with LeBron? Don't, he had that don't ask me don't that question. Like, bro, <laughs> no. if you want to talk about LeBron, you don't need to be here. Like, it's that simple. I don't want to talk to you. You want to talk about LeBron. Man. 
I think a lot of it because even Kyrie, when they asked him about that, and they and you could tell like his interview when he and when he brought up LeBron, the whole interview went left, and all the reporters wanted to ask a question about what it was. I think some of the guys that just play with him feel that way that he's such a big star. Maybe other people just don't know how to handle it. That'd be my thought, but I mean. In terms of your Mario Chalmers scenario, you got. Going. I'm just telling you, Chalmers wanted absolutely no part of the scenario of asking him anything about LeBron James. Uh, and what else is happening? Jeremy Lin back in the news. He signed with my Raptors. Bruh, you were like you seven the years ago. Those I, Fleet seven days. years ago, it was Lin Sanity, yeah, right? Where yeah. he he out he out Kobe in the Garden. Yeah, that was a great day. That was, was a great day in NBA history. <laughs> Hasn't been a great one for Jeremy Lin. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great like seven. Days, I was gonna say weeks. So it was like a <laughs> right. seven days fan. Where yeah, he was balling out in the garden for a little bit. Then life came back down to reality. For <laughs> he, li- literally for he about bought seven. Up, he bought out enough to get a contract. No, he did. He buy did. Enough to get a contract. <laughs> he got paid. Good for him. Houston paid him. No, like literally for seven days, he was like Zion Williamson. Like he was like, yo, I gotta watch Jeremy <laughs> Lin play. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I never forget. I remember I told Bond. I told Bond. I thought he could be like Ty Lawson. And he was like, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that in your does sound life. like something. And now I think back to it, yeah, that was kind of dumb. Like, now in retrospect. I mean, low key, though, he's actually probably lasted longer than Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson ain't in the league no more. So all he was with was with the Nuggets. And then I think he left from there. And now he's out the league. I still can't believe Raymond Felton's in the league. Raymond's stealing money. He coming come in on Shaq still. He's, he's, not, he's not Zebo old, but he's still pretty old. Dog, Raymond Felton looked like he would be hooping at 24-hour yeah. fitness. He comes just in the season stay fat, in shape. stays fat. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even get into shape. I couldn't believe. Last year, I think it was last year in the playoffs, I was like, that's Raymond Felton. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He looked like he ate Ty Lawson. He looked like <laughs> both of them combined. I couldn't believe the shit was happening. I couldn't believe that Raymond Felton was Does Jeremy Lin get any quality minutes come playoff time for the Raptors? No. I don't think he's on the team. I don't think Man, he's on the he'll team. He'll be back by then? Yeah, I don't think he'll be on the team. I mean, no. it, was, it was a great time. Good stop gap for you. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Hey, just keep, keep staying in the league. Keep getting them league that's checks. That's all you got to do. That's what we should have that's, that's yeah. named this podcast. Keep getting them league checks. <laughs> that's what we should have named it. Uh, has anybody in the NBA had a worse week than the last seven days for John Wall? Oh yeah, he like tore. What did he tell? He tore something. It's fucking house. Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh yeah, Ma- Magic did have a bad. <laughs> fucking Magic Johnson. And they talking about hitting him for more tampering yeah. with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Fucking Magic Johnson. Magic did have a pretty bad week. <laughs> any any time you go in front of the public and say they didn't operate in good faith, you know shit been stressful <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> LeBron cussed him out so bad. Yo, you told me you was gonna get Anthony Davis here, and you got Levar Ball on shows talking about me, boy. What's yo, wrong? Yo, I, how we not miss Levar Ball? Let's do Levar is back. Levar been running L. <laughs> Hey, bro. Lavar, there's no way. It's gonna be Luke so sad when he's running fired. Phoenix. <laughs> I know, that's Luke's be. getting fired. There's oh, no yeah. doubt. He's, he's, he's this guy. He's definitely fired. getting fired. Lonzo, Lavar's trying to get his son to go to Phoenix and tell Phoenix to boys. get his other two boys on the team. I'm like, this is he's out of control. Still, I'm trying to get Jello into the league. I'm still, I'm still trying to get my shoes from last May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to get the hell my damn shoes? His big baller brands. He's trying, he to, get his, he's trying to get his big baller brand. He's trying to get you. <laughs> he out here selling fucking water. I'm just trying to imagine. Like, if you call big baller brand, he picks up the phone. Say, like, hey, uh, hey, Levar, where's uh, where's my shoes? Baby, coming. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get those shoes to you. 
LeVar Ball is definitely the I'm on the way and he hasn't left the house. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No that's 100 percent I've been there in 15 minutes. <laughs> All right. LeVar Ball is Brian. We figured it out. Oh, hey, hell no. Brian Ball. Hey, Brian, where you at? Oh, All right, man, I just got up. <laughs> Brian, we, we record in 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm on the way. <laughs> you live 40 minutes away. <laughs> Fuck out of here. What are you talking? But no, on a serious note, though. He's 15 I love... minutes away from being 15 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See, what Brian is, this is what you got to do. Anytime he tells you, you got to multiply times four. Y'all, I'm like five minutes away. That's 20. Five <laughs> is 20. If you think about it in that context, you'll always be on time with Brian. That's how you got to do it. But it sounds yeah. like you guys are already here by the time you're waiting for him to come over. We he beat you here, which I ain't going to lie. I was shocked. <laughs> that was the I was on time today. No, you was on time. That's how I know you're trying to get out of here. That's how I know. That's how I know you're that's trying to, get, you're trying to get out of here today. But I appreciate the fact that LeVar Ball, he heard his son was in trade talks. And literally he did immediately what, showed and up. Did, and did whatever he could to not have his son get traded. Because he <laughs> reminded you, if you trade for Lonzo, you trade for me too. <laughs> we hadn't heard from LeVar Ball the entire season. Yeah. That seemed clear to me that Magic and LeBron told him, Tar- no, you're not talking. <laughs> Chill out. You're not going on FS1. You're not going on Kyle Hurst show. You are not talking. The moment his son was in trade talks <laughs> with Anthony Davis... He I'm about to go talk to, to Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Shannon at? Where I'm Shay at? Where I'm gonna go at? see Uncle right <laughs> now. On, he was on everybody's show. That's that is exactly what you called it this whole time. He showed up, came from over in Lithuania or wherever <laughs> he was. Said, "Look, I need the next flight to LA. Make that happen ASAP." And he was on shows for seemed like a week straight. And it was probably only like two days, but it seemed like a week straight. Can we talk about how wag ESPN is for their no Levar Ball stands? Like there's some hot moral report. Like oh, they got they got a stands. I didn't even know they like, had a stand. You know, they got, like, they got played for too long. Yeah, they're like we're not gonna give them any attention. At Fox Sports One, they just need viewers. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they if you watch one of their shows, you can come on our show. We don't care if you want to come on. But ESPN, remember how they was acting on Sports Nation? We won't have Levar on here anymore. Like oh bro. yeah, because he told uh, which one. I think he had something with like Michelle Beadle. Yeah, like, bro. Y'all better relax (laughs) here. Y'all better put Uncle LeVar on here. Right. Get these ratings up on first take. Y'all better quit playing around here with my guy LeVar Ball. Uh, Are we going to talk about Miritich? You was dying to talk about Miritich to the Bucks. I didn't want to die to talk about him specifically, but I just want to talk about it from the Bucks aspect. I think they did get much better as already being the number one team in the East. I think that was a a big pickup for them. It allows uh, Greek Freak to have more room to operate and do what he does with spacing because Miritich is pretty much just going to shoot threes and take out a big man out there to help him uh, try and guard him at least. So it doesn't do nothing but open up the lane for more Greek Freak activity. Pause. It kind of felt like to me. That might be a pause. It kind of felt like to me that even though you know that Tobias is a lot better of a player, Miritich still kind of does the same thing that Tobias is going to be asked to do, yeah. right? Stretch the floor, shoot threes. And Milwaukee didn't give up anybody yeah, for him. Yeah. But, like, you gave up a lot for Tobias. So, basically, two guys, even though one's a better player, that are going to be asked to do the same thing, Milwaukee ends up in a much better scenario out here mm-hmm. because you got a player back that's going to help your team out and you didn't have to give anything up for him. So, I really like the move for them. The only thing I want to talk about with the Milwaukee Bucks is why Giannis is maybe the worst at drafting teams I've ever seen in my Bruh. life. And does Giannis actually watch the NBA? I'm not going to lie to you. He just drafted all his buddies and folks that he made promises to. I was like, hey, man, you got to chill, bro. Then you then you go and do the trade? Like, you out here just... He maybe put together the worst possible team that you can put together in that scenario. I'm serious. I don't know if 
let's say that LeBron went against me in this. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he could I could put a worse team together than what Giannis put together. Oh, he definitely got it. Giannis's team's terrible. They're, they're, they're terrible. gonna get beat by thirty. I don't know about <laughs> their that. Team's it's an all star game. Plenty of running is gonna happen, <laughs> so I don't see it beating by thirty. Their team's terrible. <laughs> Can we admit that? Their team's bad. Oh yeah, their team is bad. That's a fact. Like it, it Which, make- I mean, it's bad of the top twenty-four talent in the league, but they're still nowhere near the other twelve that's on LeBron's team. It just doesn't. It it was almost like they let LeBron get the first four picks in the draft, <laughs> and then was like, "All right, you take them," because LeBron just I don't want Steph on my team. I don't right. like him. It was. It doesn't make any sense how stacked LeBron teams is. Yeah. So Gian- Giannis is Paul George, Embiid, him, Walker, and Steph Curry as the starters. Those right? five have to play like. All 42 or 48 minutes. Here's what I think they Listen should do. Listen to who LeBron has on. LeBron's starting five is ridiculous. No, I know. It's it's incredible. I'm saying if Giannis wins the All-Star, All-Star game with that team, he should just win MVP. <laughs> That's that should be the new rule. Yeah. And then, he wins MVP. And then, as bad as it is, his bench is trash in the thing. His bench the, but the thing too. about the All-Star game, because it's going to be interesting to see how the last five play out of whoever is. Because we know there's nothing we're going to be oops for the first three and a half quarters. Greek Freak did draft some people that can dunk, so I mean that's at least good enough. He's got at least two people that can pass to people that can dunk, so that's gonna take us the first three and a half quarters. How the game ends, it's probably gonna be a heavy dose of LeBron and KD on the other side. So I, I can, but call me crazy. You know the All Star has this when someone gets hot. If Steph oh, yeah, goes berserk. Steph, He's I'm going to tell you right now, Steph's not going to be that guy. Steph, Steph yeah, doesn't just, play well on Christmas Day or an All-Star game. Both you, of those, he's notorious. But he has, he has he dudes. This time. He might hoop this time. He's got dudes that can <laughs> completely go berserk. We know Westbrook a is a All-Star oh, yeah, Hall yeah, yeah. of Famer. He's, he's definitely going to be good. He's going MVP. for the MVP. He's an all of Famer. He's a reserve. <laughs> Westbrook is he, worse than Kobe. In that damn, he no, is gunning. No, no, Russ, no, Westbrook be he's going to gun in for that damn MVP. If he goes high. possibly worse. That one time that the All-Star game was in Philadelphia, Kobe took about 97 shots. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? No. Kobe was like, I'm winning MVP. I'm at home. Give me this. Let me look it up. I'm serious. Kobe took... Deadass, Kobe took 24 shots in the All-Star game. <laughs> like, just, I'm not passing to any of y'all. I, I mean, I can see I can see Curry can potentially go off. Kimba's is a home game for him. Maybe he goes berserk. And then, you know, Russ, Russ is going to get 30. He's either getting, yeah, he's going to get 10 dunks. 30 points. He's going to get one, one of them 30s. <laughs> 10 of them going to be dunks. And then he's jacking up fucking threes. We know that. Doesn't it kind of feel, too, that like LeBron's team is by far the better talented team? Because you have LeBron, you have Durant, Irving, Leonard, Harden. They're just going to have everybody move out of the way, just full like isolation. Just get the hell out of my way. Team Giannis is going to like run some plays. Instead of like <laughs> high pick and roll. Oh, like Curry's going to get a screen and B's oh, going to yeah. bounce it. It's like... They'll actually try and slow it down, and that's the problem. <laughs> and he got Paul Drew. I, they got some. I think they got. Uh, yeah, they got some guys. I that think can they just got play, actually. But the bench is terrible, though. Yeah. Their yeah. best. Yeah, Chris person. Middleton. You got De- Westbrook De- is De- their De- best Russell. guy. Yeah, Westbrook. Kyle Lowry and Dirk. Their team's trash. Westbrook, Westbrook and Blake are probably the only two guys that are all star that you would want to see because Blake, you know, he's gonna dunk on people. Hold on, hold on, Ben. One more time. Read the reserves for for Team Giannis. Yeah, for Giannis's team. Let me, I'm serious. What seed does that team get in the West? Oh, shit. Read okay. it again. Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, Kyle Lowry, and Dirk. Eight. <laughs> eight. That seems like a five seed. <laughs> They're better than the Sacramento Kings out here. They're better than the Jazz. They're better. They're probably equal with the Trailblazers. 
That's right. Giannis put together a team who they could beat, could barely beat the Trailblazers. I mean, Trailblazers are a good, well loyal machine. <laughs> Jokic alone will get you something. Yo, that team is trash. Can we admit that team's Jokic, Jokic and Blake, better, Russ and D'Angelo. You better hope maybe he gets someone twists the ankle and they can get Luka in there. <laughs> That's the best. Hopefully somebody can twist the ankle in the next couple I days. I think it'll be a good game. He's, he's going to be tired yeah. from playing on Friday. Yeah, Luka get in there. That's you about it. You know what's so bad is that team, like, we've got to the point in the NBA that one team's reserves could not beat the Golden State Warriors. That team, bad, no doubt, no, no, they couldn't. They they couldn't beat the that Golden team State. that Giannis puts together gets swept by Golden State. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a fact. Gets swept <laughs> by the, Golden the, State. The, the bad thing that completely just that messes might get up. Swept by fucking Toronto. The, if we're being <laughs> the whole thing that messes up the whole reserves is the moment he didn't take Anthony Davis. LeBron wasn't gonna take Chris Middleton with his first. Six man pick. But you got to pick you AD, and then you got to think Milton would have been there at number there. six. He definitely would have been there at number been seven. The last pick, right? <laughs> he he's not. Got he's not worth it. Yadis just goes and takes Anthony Davis. And it's like, ah, right? I got you. He's gonna take Ben Simmons probably first because that's who he took next or whatever. You got to take AD and then get your guy Chris Middleton. And then if he takes Chris Middleton, take Ben Simmons and let the trade go through or whatever you got to do. I said, this is LeBron just terrible. Got the moment he took Chris Middleton Aldridge, first reserve. Bradley, Bill, Davis, Lin- <laughs> The <laughs> reserves are better than his starters. Uh, wait, wait, wait. For an all-star game, LaMarcus Aldridge ain't that guy. Bradley Bill ain't that guy. Look at his starters compared to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To- the starters is what's light years above everybody. Including I mean, A. Uh, a. Davis at number six. His is reserves ain't bad either. After Anthony Davis, it starts to kind of fall off. He's got Clay on his team. Uh, you can find a Clay in an All Star game. He's not oh, going to no, do nothing but shoot got, threes. He's got but, Damian Lillard on there. Real quick, real quick. That's read, what I'm saying. But in an All Star game, quick, though, read yeah, LeBron's <laughs> reserves. That team might be the best team in the Eastern Conference. Low key, Lamar. Wait, in the East Clay? or West? We you <laughs> compared Giannis' team to the West, <laughs> and LeBron's <laughs> team gets the East. That's not even fair. I'm doing another way around. <laughs> Don't argue logic with me. <laughs> All right, Ben, read it one more time. What's, what's LeBron's reserves? LeBron's reserves are AD, Clay, Dame, Ben Simmons, LaMarcus, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, and Dwayne Wade. That's a solid two seed in the West. Those last three that's are trash. That's a solid two seed in the West. This dude. Two here. seed in the West. Dwayne's going to give you good veteran leadership in the playoffs. He's going <laughs> to give you. Sure. He might not even make it to the playoffs. He's <laughs> badass knees. Uh, you you <laughs> get a day off, so he'll be ready. He'll be, he'll be ready to get go. Get a day off every, every back to back to the playoffs. Day so. off, then travel. Trash. <laughs> I can't believe you said trash. He gets the day off. He might need it. He no back to backs. I, I really wanted LeBron to take dirt in the whiskey. I really wanted him to take dirt. I really want. I mean, I knew he was gonna take Dwayne Wade, so they're gonna be on the same Everybody team and all that stuff. But bro, like, it'd be cool to see just the see him go at it one more time. Yeah. Just like uh, who I forgot who it was. Who's last All Star game? Or maybe it was it was Kobe and Kobe, Le- Kobe, Kobe and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Kobe and LeBron. Like that was just a cool thing to see them yep. going at each other. These although they LeBron and D Wade came in the same year into the league, which is crazy enough and. LeBron still looks like he's got a few more years left. And well, granted, I mean, the way he went to college for three years. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. But. This is my thing, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Did Dirk say that he was done for this season? Because yeah. I feel like. He's on a one-year deal, but he hasn't officially yeah, said I, it. I, I thought he said like he did. if you're going to throw Dirk in there, Vince Carter should be an all-star game, too, then. Like, I mean, if. if, if I think if, Vince if, wants to keep playing. Yeah, Vince definitely oh, Vince doesn't. Still, yeah, he, I think he, Vince he got, said that yeah. he, he said he's coming back. Oh, okay. All right, my bad, then. I apologize. I thought Dirk said he this was it. 
I thought. But maybe I don't think he said it officially, but I mean, his knees and the way he barely you saw plays. He was moving. <laughs> Shit, he plays, like he plays twice a, a month. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he missed half the first of the yeah, season. He, he plays, plays twice a month. Y'all saw the way he got stripped by James Harden a couple nights ago. Bruh. And James Harden didn't even move. Yeah, like an old man trying to post up, and then he just like moved the chair out of the way and knocked the ball out of. I feel, I feel bad for Dirk, bro. Dirk done. He's gonna get one like game winning shot this year when like the games completely don't matter. Definitely, it's gonna be great. He'll get that lean back like seventeen footer (laughs) winner for Dallas. That was one of the moves that like. For the long, like unguardable, and, and and it took like 2K a little bit, like to but, figure like, it out. But, like once you could get it right on 2K, it's beautiful. <laughs> like oh, it's great that little move. Uh, your, your Golden State Warriors, they're this is how I know, but like I can always tell when Golden State bored because they start bringing up old shit. <laughs> like they've been the winning too many bored. games. Now, oh, we ain't got to talk this first. We ain't talked about KD's press conference. Oh, oh yes, I'm going off, pouting. <laughs> KD a bitch, bro. He, he is. is. That's a fact. There is no doubt he only wants to talk when it's good to him or good for him. The, the reporter <laughs> did nothing wrong. That's a good reporter, too. That was, that was Ethan Strauss. Wrong. I can understand the reporter was like, hey, you know, I heard you had a domestic violence situation at home, da da da. Personal information, cool. He literally said, hey, you ain't been around in a week. You know, what's up? What's going on? I don't fuck with you. <laughs> what the fuck? Like what? Then it was then it was whack. Whenever then at the end he went on that whole thing, and at the end he was like, "So how about the team? I playing well? You don't care about that. You literally was up. complaining that they don't ask you about basketball. They ask, ask you about you basketball. basketball. You question. want to pout? Yeah. Now you don't want to answer the question. This is and Bond. We always like, talk about this with um with KD. My issue with KD is he wants to be loved like LeBron. He's but not you LeBron. join Golden State, so we're never now. KD can get all of this stuff back that KD got. You can you can get back if you go to the Knicks. It can all kind of start. But not, over but not if he keeps treating the media like that. I know, but I, I but I kind of feel like KD thought I get away from Russell. Maybe they'll crush me for the first year. I'll win this championship. But then the second time, if I do it again, it'll all end for me. It's only intensified for Kevin Durant since then. And that's why this year, like, he's kind of been salty and ever since he got to Golden State. This year, it's been worse. Now, some of it's with the whole free agency thing mm-hmm. about the Knicks, who he continues to entertain the Knicks. Like, that's that's the the, the part that maybe the most yeah, mad put it about on this is, is, like, just like with Kyrie, you continue to make the Knicks an issue. Like, I work in the media. Ben, you worked in the media. Yeah. All you got to do is say, I'm not talking about the New York Knicks until the end of the season. At the end of the season, ask me whatever question you want to ask me about it. I'm not talking about it. And, and if you keep that stance, eventually they stop asking you the questions about it. But KD does all these little stuff to suggest that I'm interested in thinking about leaving at the end of the season. So they're going to ask you about leaving at the end of the season. Like some of that is on you. I just want to play basketball. All right, KD, stop it, man. By the way, you guys should watch my new show that's coming out on ESPN yeah. this week. <laughs> like, stop. He it. also confuses like the media around him and like the people that are covering the team every day with like the clowns on Twitter that are trolling him for everything that he <laughs> does. Like they're not accounts. the same people. There's fans, there's different people on Twitter that are going after him. They're, they have the right to do so. But the actual media media that are there that, that he's equating them to be the same thing because I, I i legitimately think this i think that for most superstars most rings equal love like steph curry you might not like steph curry like you know the shimmy and all that kind of stuff but like when you get when you get rings and you're the reason you win rings we treat you differently we talk about you mm-hmm. differently like you might not like kobe he got five rings we treat kobe differently we treat durant like he has zero like we treat like i if we being honest, I would say that we treated Melo up until about two years ago better than we treat Kevin Durant. 
now or yeah how, like right now kevin durant we treat know. We, we treat, I, I think like, i think kd's getting the treatment that he deserves when he acts out the way he does like if you ask anybody they're going to tell you that kd is probably the second best player on the planet like what you can't give a person much more praise than that other than saying he's the best player on the planet. People so. clown Melo's game. People clown Katie's attitude. Yeah, like that's that's the difference here. Like people know Kevin Durant's an incredible player. They know he's awesome. They also know that he jumped ship from a team that almost beat Golden State to go and play for them. People clown Carmelo because Carmelo has had opportunities to try and win. He's blown it. Yeah, I think what what uh, Katie is. Katie will never get the love that. Steph will get. Yeah, he'll never get that. Open, Kobe will get. Even because I, I heard you have to go win in Washington. Yeah, to get yeah. So I heard. You know, someone made this analogy. Even L.A. L.A. doesn't look at Shaq the way they look at Kobe yeah. or Magic. He's not. They don't look at him as that's a Laker. When you look at the Warriors, you say who's a Warrior? Steph, Clay, Clay, Dre. Mm-hmm. Like they they look who's who's a Heat? Alonzo, Wade. Mm-hmm. Who, there's no like even you look at the thunder you're going to think Westbrook you're not even going to think about KD because the way he left so he doesn't have that damn, yeah that's they that's were there when they at. were bad and they were working their way up yeah. to being legit and being good and Kevin just hopped to hop the ship and yeah. right right when they were right so I think that's his thing he doesn't have that he's never going to get that love yeah. like that he doesn't have a home yeah like Every superstar, like Melo. Now we make fun of Melo. We just saw Melo go back to the Madison Square Garden, mm, wave to him. Everybody goes crazy. Oh, that's Melo. KD can't do that in OKC. go back to Texas. No. He can't do that in Seattle because there's no, <laughs> no Seattle team. And then Golden State, he'll obviously be able to go back. But like, as, you're, as you pointed to, he's, the love is always going to be more towards Clay. Steph. It's always going to be so like, and then if the fans, you ask them to make a, to make a choice, it ain't even close to no, they're, yeah. picking, they're, yeah. they're picking Steph Curry over you. That's for sure. So no, you, you don't have a home. Especially when, when he leaves after this season. <laughs> that did. whole thing was just so. And I, I'm one of the people and Ben. We've been in these situations before. I, I can't speak for everybody in the media. If you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Like I, it just doesn't. It doesn't affect my job. Like right. my livelihood just isn't based on right. my ability to talk to you. So it just doesn't. Like I'm not that dude. Like I don't care. I've talked to athletes before. Hey, you want to talk? No, nah, I'm cool. All right, that's fine. Like I'll just keep it moving in this context. So like. If Kevin Durant never talks to the media, I don't care. But to me, Kevin kind of wants it both ways. Like, you talk to the media. It's just when you want to talk to the media. You no talk doubt. to the media. Bill Simmons is the media. Chris Haynes is the media. The ESPN show you're doing is the media. You talk to the media, and sometimes the questions are going to come. And you openly talk about free agency, and you make moves to leave your decisions open. Like the same thing that LeBron had to deal with last year. We kept talking about L.A. being a possibility because you made L.A. as a possibility. We don't talk about LeBron leaving anymore because LeBron's made it pretty much clear of, I'm not playing for any other team from now for the rest of my career other than Lakers. So we'll never ask LeBron about free agency again. Mm. So some of this, like, you just create. I just hate when athletes, like, make their own bed, and then they know just based on the public you can always blame the media because the media is just an easy thing to blame for the fan like the fans inherently some have some hate towards the media you can always blame the media they'll be like oh yeah he's right man stop it but if there was one comparison like one hypothetical that could theoretically work would be like if paul george ended up leaving oklahoma city and then durant came back to oklahoma city because that's what happened with lebron in cleveland like he people crushed him when he went to miami people dogged him even though he won his couple championships people still hated lebron and they found a reason to like him again yeah, that would be the only reason i think that could get people back on board with kd i don't think uh, I, don't, I don't think russ would want it i don't think he's going back either i know i don't think he would yeah, i'm saying if there was one scenario oh, where I, he I, could yeah, have yeah, a yeah. home and and feel comfortable thing, but, and I, I could be wrong 
I don't feel necessarily that Cleveland hates LeBron for leaving. I think they hate for how LeBron left. Yeah, I think if yeah. LeBron had handled leaving a lot better the first time, I think it's completely different. Because the I think love the whole for the decision fans, on yeah. TV, all that kind of stuff, I think that's where. And I, I'm not a Cleveland Cavalier fan, so I can't speak for it. But like, I, I think that like Durant. I think they hate him for leaving. I think they hate him for the team that he left for. Too. Oh, that's a huge part of it. And he fucking was shitty in Game Seven. <laughs> and you go back to the team you just lost to. Like you fucking didn't show up Game Seven. That's the thing. Like, he and you go to that team. Went to any other team in the NBA. No and doubt. I would still have no, the fine. same feeling about Durant. He should have went to Boston. No, here's the crazy part. You remember that last year in fucking OKC, he openly said, oh, I, I really enjoy playing in the garden. It's a great feeling here in the garden. <laughs> he openly was talking about he always playing that, in yeah. Boston. The Get the fuck out of here. He always does that shit. I and I think if he goes to New York, and I think if he goes to New York, I think it'll be great for the NBA. Cause then, you know, the Knicks will get you know stars. That would be the worst decision in his entire life. He's too thin skinned to be in fucking New York. They will eat his ass alive. Pause. I mean, but I also <laughs> think, though, there is going to be part of, like, the praise for him of yeah. they haven't had a legit yeah. superstar in such a long time that, like, it'll be, Maybe like oh when Amari Stoudemire went there. Remember when Amari went there? got Kevin Durant. <laughs> no doubt. Like, the Knicks have been irrelevant for such a long period of time that, like, they make the playoffs next year if they get KD. They probably get one more star. Let's see what draft pick they get. That Man, you go into next year with – I mean, hopes. Yeah, you go into it with Durant and Zion or – or Duran or R.J. Barrett, like the Knicks instantly become one of the most fun teams to watch in the league. No doubt, but whew. I mean, you could have you have another KD and, and Russ if they get John Morant. John Morant turns out to be a really good player. Yeah. It's a similar type of guy. Yeah, He's so incredible. that's something you could build. I know you're excited for this. The NBA three point contest. <laughs> the NBA three point contest is better than the dunk contest right now. Oh, it's not close between the three. Yeah. It's, it's not close. It's not close. And the couple, I mean, other than when Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, yeah, when they incredible. went back, yeah, when they really went good. back and forth, that was like, great. I feel like yeah. it's once every five years. I remember whenever Blake decided to do, he was like, "Yo, it's a lunar eclipse uh, type of activity." Yeah. So, and next year with Zion's going to be incredible because Zion's going to do it next year. I mean, he's going to be the only one. I don't want. I want to see a competition. I don't want to go in and see the guy that we know is everybody's going to win. No, you're right. All right. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins still a bitch for never doing it one time. Andrew Wiggins, it was in Toronto and he didn't do the dunk yeah. contest. Fuck Andrew Wiggins. Uh, so this is the um, the dunk contest, or excuse me, the three point contest participants: Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kimbo Walker in his hometown. Let's go with you, Greg. I already know who Brian gonna pick. Let me ask you who you got winning. <laughs> Curry's winning that. He's not losing at home. Seth Which one? Steph. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, come Both on. of them we, are at home. We know one's a goddamn... Hey, don't don't hate on Seth's burner out Get here. the fuck out of he here. He got the burner, too. Shout out to Dale one time. Either better off putting Dale in that bitch. Damn. <laughs> hell out of here. Dale uh, should be in it. No, no, no. I mean, shit, you damn near put every goddamn person that's affiliated with fucking Charlotte in they there. Might have, they might have Riley shooting on a little fish. <laughs> Riley going to be out there hooping. Ben, who you got in this? So, you got Dirk. Don't, go ahead and pick the white guy. I'm not, gonna pick I'm, the no, white I'm, not, guy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking Dirk. You know what's interesting? Buddy Heald is the second favorite to win it, and that surprised the hell out of shoot. me. I know we can shoot, but Steph is number one, healed, and then Booker. Did Booker if you want, won it last year, didn't he? Um, I think so. I'll check real quick. But, but here's here's the other thing too. If we're talking about guys playing on their home court, 
Kemba's at, at plus one thousand, so he's ten to one to win Man. on his home court. Somebody throw some money. I'll, Kemba. I'll I'll take Kemba on those odds. I'll Last take the. Year, I'll uh, ta- it was uh, Devin Booker. It's Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. I'll I'll take Kemba at ten to one. Heck That's yeah. like for for the worst one of the worst odds on there. I mean, Dirk is fifteen to one. He's not winning. So fifty or 15? fifteen. Oh okay. Yeah, give me give me Kemba at uh, ten to one. What's Devin Booker? Booker is plus four fifty, so he's four and a half to one. I'll take that. Go Devin Booker. That's reasonable. Yeah. I'll roll the dice on Devin Booker. Steph, there's no, there's no value in Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just see. <clears throat> Actually, you know who's another good value? Our guy Danny Green. Danny Green, to one. Eight to one. That's his job. What's da- what's his, his job is to train. What's Dame Dollar? What Dame is like? at uh, plus seven fifty, so seven he and a half. Might, to one. He might mess around and win it too. Can he we just, just competitive? If anything, even though I, I want Devin Booker to win. Seeing Seth, you going Devin Booker? That's who you yeah, going back, back. I'll pick Devin Booker. The the best case scenario is the brothers go against each other in oh, Charlotte. Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. what we're all like secretly that we're or, all pushing for. Either that, either that or Kemba. Kemba one yeah, them. Steph versus Kemba or Steph versus Seth. But they do oh, the, they do the eight the three, so it's going to be it could, it could be three of them. That would they just be the, incredible. But they actually got ten contestants this year, so they might change it. Because last year they only had eight, and it went from eight to three. And if then Dirk, who's betting on Joe Harris? It's <laughs> six to one. If Dirk is in it late. <laughs> He's on the Nets. <laughs> he, the crowd gets behind him. What if Dirk just goes berserk? Hey, Dirk. If Dirk just says, you know, I'm well rested. He's not even he, he's not even jumping to shoot. <laughs> he don't need to. It's like to. Sam Perkins on the line. <laughs> standing down. Nah, I'm not rolling with him. Who you got in this, just, Brian? You got, I'll probably go Steph. You got Steph? I feel like he's one one. And he's only oh, doing man. it though because it's I, back in Charlotte. I don't know how much he really wants to win. That's why. How, I'm how well did Dame do last year? Because <laughs> he was in the last year. Can I don't we know how well he the, does in this. Can we actually watch this stuff together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, Saturday. Or, yeah, that come on Saturday, right? Yeah, let's watch it together. I'm with that. I miss when we used to watch the All Star game though. together. I don't care. I miss, <laughs> <laughs> I miss when we used to watch the All Star game together, and then we would all put five dollars in the pot on who was going to win MVP. We can do that too, Saturday and Sunday. And I, we would, I would never win the contest of who was going to win MVP, but no, that was one of my <laughs> Shoot, favorites. We might as well pick all the MVPs. Then we might as well go from the celebrity game to three point. Yeah, we <laughs> might as well, we might as well put it all <laughs> on there. Quavo, that's who I'm picking. Quavo, Quavo, <laughs> that dude, that dude, famous Lowe's. I'm going him because last year he was whining about not being <laughs> in the game. So. <laughs> Dog, Quavo was hooping, dog. We'll see. He might, he might be a little light after the after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the dunk contest, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This might know. be the worst field they've it's ever. It's Dennis Smith together. Jr. And that's it. That's this it. is the worst field they've ever. Actually, I'll go Miles Bridges. I think Bridges got some hops in this one. I'm gonna go Miles Bridges. Gonna lie to you. I've What's he at? Seen him dunk. He's at. Uh, <laughs> see, him and Collins are plus two twenty five. Dennis Smith Jr. is the favorite at plus two hundred, and then. Hamadou Diallo at plus three hundred. There's no value oh. here. This isn't fun. They got Every, to everybody just thinks get some random terrible. guys off the street. They should have. They should have did the thing. I'm going Miles YouTube Bridges. Last year. You go Bridges. I'm going Bridges. I'm so going Bridges you guys for Bridges. I'm going. I'm going Bridges. Bridges. I think he. Uh, I think he can jump out the gym, man. Bridges can jump. I ain't gonna lie. Bridges can jump. You can. I've never seen it. I'm gonna just tell you how many dunks he got on the season. Twenty. He got a dunk on somebody. Bridges can jump. Yeah. You he he got a couple guy. posters on You got to discredit okay. my guy. Now, nah, Bridges can jump, bro. We'll see. Bridges can jump. Can he jump, but is he is he uh, everything that you need in a dunk? Is he, is he imaginative? Is he graceful? Is all know. the good things that comes in a dunk? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. I can't power? answer. I can't answer those things. You don't know anything about Miles Bridges. I know he can jump. I know he can jump. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know, but I'm just telling you. Uh, So... Ben, we have announced a new thing where 
in order to promote our podcast, we just are now going to tweet out random poll questions just so we could tweet the link in. Yeah. So we got we do two things now that on our podcast. I'll give you a random hypothetical, and then we'll go through a random NBA player, and we'll guess how much money he made in his NBA career. That's how we end every podcast. <laughs> Peak. MVP Derrick Rose. MVP Russell Westbrook. Game one-on-one. Ones and twos. First one to 11. Make it, take it. Who wins that game? I'll go Rose. Just because of how insanely fast off the dribble he was. And because if he would just go right around Westbrook every time. If we're talking peak and that was like that one MVP year, <laughs> I'll give it to Rose. He was also, I, he's a better jump shooter too than Russ. And Russ would just drive and I think Rose would actually do an okay job of staying with him. So I'll go Rose and I, I think it would actually be pretty close. I think he was like 11 to 8. It's Rose. Rose is is more than that. No, it's, it's Rose. That's <laughs> Rose. I think uh, we be talking about. I like about how he peak. looked at me like this ain't a it's podcast. It's Rose. Like, it's Rose. Yeah. Uh, I you think got my Derek, Yeah, I think Derrick Rose wins. Uh, for one, I think he's you know I think he's a bigger and stronger player than Russell is uh, hmm. at that time. Um, I think you know Ben's right. His the explosion. Everyone looks and they and remember. Oh man, they Russell is so athletic. Russ or uh, Rose was even better. And more explosive, like he could. It looked like he was jumping off a trampoline, the way he would he would get to the rack. And then I think the the ability to shoot, like he's a little bit better. Uh, the floater, remember Rose had that floater. He get in that lane, and he, that floater was butter. So I go with Rose. Where you got? For the one a few times on this podcast. I'm going Russell. You picking Russ? <laughs> you picking Russ? Russ, you're my guy today. <laughs> I'm going Russ. 11 to 10, like I said, on an offensive miss that he's going to have and get the offensive rebound and get a putback somehow. I just feel like it's going to be a lot of misses <laughs> and a lot of bad basketball, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, but I, I think somehow Russ pulls it out and wins 11 to 10. I'm going to pick Russell Westbrook, 11 9. I just don't think Russ is losing a game like that. Somehow, like, somehow Russ gets a triple double. Russ is no just this is I threw it off myself to the backboard. Right. Turnovers, <laughs> yes, because he's having ten turnovers in the game. It's gonna like, be ten steals. Both like, of them are gonna have ten me, steals. To me, I think their skills are very comparable. You're asking me who's just more competitive in this. Series. I know. I feel like D Rose is too laid back and lax to just not want to go get it. I don't think Russell's losing this game. I'm picking him eleven nine. It might take 45 minutes because neither one of them oh, can shoot. It's definitely going to be <laughs> a gonna long game. It's going to be a lot of missed jumpers. It'll be 27% shooting in this. <laughs> I'm picking I'm picking Westbrook 11-9. I just think prime Rose, I give a slight edge to prime Russ. And, like, that's that's perfectly fair. I understand where it's coming from. Like, he's an insanely competitive dude. And, yeah, he'll out-rebound Derek on a miss. And you said there's going to be plenty of misses. <laughs> so, But I'll, I'll still take Derek just because of that explosion. I like the fact that you brought up the uh, – the floater too. Yeah, that floater. Just drop that cool. for forever. I got I got a really good one for next week. I think you guys are gonna like it. I, I spend my time thinking of these. This is gonna be the all time white player one on one battle. Right. Hey, you do got to come up with one of those now. Oh, no doubt. We gotta have Nick Stauskas against <laughs> <laughs> Greg Ostertag in oh, a man. white guy <laughs> duel to the death. All right, Ben. We've now come to the point where I give you an NBA player. We play prices right. How much money has he made in his NBA career? Okay. I normally give like average players. We're gonna shoot on the high end today. Okay. 
Do, is it is it prices right rules? Like I can't go can't over. Can't go over. Kevin Garnett. Oh. How like, much money has Kevin Garnett made in his NBA career? Oh my God. He's probably made. I'm going total cash. Total cash, cash from, from from all the Katie's deals. Total cash, twenty two <laughs> years in the NBA. We need to Randy my straight cash home. Straight <laughs> cash, homie. When I tell you this, you'll be amazed that Kevin Garnett has a boss and comes to work. Because <laughs> I would not go to work anymore. Like he works for what TNT made, they do. That yeah, the, the Area Twenty One. No one could tell me what to do if I made the <laughs> amount of money that Kevin Garnett made in his NBA. In twenty two years in the NBA, as a star for the majority of them. You got, and I, I've got a crazy fact about Kevin Garnett too that you'll laugh at. Is it? It's like uh, you got to go high because you know that he, got, like he was in the running to possibly buy the Timberwolves with another. I, with I a got. Team of folks. I think I got this. Go ahead. I'm gonna say. Go I'm gonna say go three three hundred fifty million dollars. Three fifty. Brian, you know, you up next. Kevin Garnett, how much money he made in his NBA career? He got a couple hundred million dollar deals under him. I know. Shoot, I want to say like 290. See, Kevin Durant, if I'm not mistaken, was the first person to really hit that big home run contract when. Yeah, one like, of them seven year, $120 million. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Timberwolves gave him that. Like, I think it was like 150 was was like on or something. Yeah, he, he got like signed, one, one. He signed two 100 million. Yeah, he's got two yeah. million. Yeah. So he got that one. The Timberwolves was like, I think he's at $400 million. Kevin Garnett in his NBA career, three hundred thirty-four million dollars. Mm. Shout out to three hundred four thousand two hundred and forty dollars. We busted three thirty-four. That's a lot, bro. Of money. You couldn't tell me nothing. Three thirty-four. So no, he, he got he got he got one year. deal in Minnesota. It was like a seven for one fifty, so right? So he got in. October 1st of 1997, he signed a six-year 126 deal. Yeah. Okay. And then in 03, he signed a five-year $100 million <laughs> deal. Then he signed three, after that deal expired, in a three-year. Yeah. He, he, he then signed a three-year 50. And then in Boston, he signed a 336. <laughs> Getting that money. Continued to get the bag. One little fun fact, though, about uh, Kevin Garnett. Uh, one of the trades from the Brooklyn Nets was used for Jalen Brown. So he was a part of the Jalen Brown trade. Now it took a long time to get to that <laughs> point. To come back. But uh so it was J- so it was traded to Brooklyn with Jason Terry and Paul Pierce for the 2017 first round pick. Uh that was Marshawn Brook, Keith Bogan, Chris Joseph, uh, Chris Humphreys, Gerald Wallace, some trade exceptions, more Chris first round Humphreys. picks. <laughs> then Jalen Brown was in it, then James Young was in it. Just they got the four pick, the pick that kept on giving. Four first round picks. Four. Like four. Nets. <laughs> that's Shout the worst trade ever. Four. <laughs> there might be a hot four take. That's the worst guys. trade ever. He got fined one time twenty five thousand dollars for escalating the altercation. <laughs> <laughs> the best. He's top. He's top three vines of all time. And KD is top five vines of all time. Oh, whatever. Uh, yes, but he, that yes, shot. he's top five. Oh yeah, he's that's top five vines of all time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> top five. I mean, and, and and honey nut Cheerios, <laughs> oh, yeah. certain things. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Garnett is definitely top five. He also told a grown man to his face to take his suit home and, and burn, burn it. R.I.P. <laughs> yes. to R.I.P. Craig. Yes. R.I.P. Ben, go ahead and promote where you work, man. Fantasy sports markets. If you guys are talking and listening, and a little bit of NBA. It's daily fantasy sports. It's like DraftKings and FanDuel, except you don't have to worry about how much a player costs. You go, you fill out your team, you can win. Thousands each night. 
Uh, if you get a perfect roster, and it's a lot easier to do uh, when you're doing that just on a regular salary site or on a regular non-salary site where players don't cost anything. So it's fantasysportsmarkets.com, and then anyone who's listening, uh, you'll get $5 free if you use the promo code QUANTEDGE, Q-U-A-N-T-E-D-G-E. It's part of our partnership with thequantedge.com. So $5 free, fantasysportsmarkets.com. I appreciate you having me. It was good to see you guys. Uh, Back again next week. I think we'll be all back together. It was kind of my fault this week because of the uh, KUTCU game. We couldn't record on Monday. But we'll be back again at our normal time. Thanks a lot for listening. Click subscribe, give us a review, do all that stuff. This was the Shoot Football Podcast. Peace.